0: The other side of the wind, what is that? Orson Welles' last movie.
1: Everything else I've ever done has been controlled, but I want to go further. It's a
2: story of the last day of the director's life.
1: The darling of Hollywood who fell out of favor.
2: Wait a minute, that's Orson, is it? Orson, is that you?
1: Everybody will think it's autobiographical, but it's not. Yeah, bullshit. Wow! start the show!
0: Welcome to Court Killers, the show about watching the stuff you love when you want, where you want, however you want. I'm Tom Merritt. Hey, man, I'm Brian Brushwood. And more importantly,
1: uh, this is that Orson Welles project that we talked Ooh. about a while ago where uh, it, it's, it's Schrodinger's cat. Like I can't I can't really grok whether it's going to be awesome because yeah of,
0: until you see it it's either it's both a bad and a good movie
1: yeah but but more importantly the story <laughs> behind it leads me to believe that it could be really really good or really really bad
0: uh, yeah.
1: uh, uh for the exact same reasons
0: um, I, i'm very excited to, to look at it I, I have no idea what i'll think about it either i wonder if our guest knows let's welcome into the show uh megan maroney how's it going megan
2: It's going well. Um, It's all good from a technical perspective. I do have a a bit of a broken finger. Oh my goodness! Oh,
0: what? Well, I have have a club. So somebody doing handstands. In my (laughs)
1: imagination, I would like to believe that somebody offended you so bad that you uh, gave them the finger, and you gave it so hard that it broke the actual digit attached to your arm.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Um, And then I fell down on it. Ah
0: yeah, <laughs> all right, well. Enrage. That's the last um, cool rage, yes.
2: <laughs> I was I was cutting all my cords and I just cut too much.
0: Oh, oh, oh yeah. You gotta be careful when you're when you're killing your cords, cutting your cords, yes. whatever you're doing to killing your cords. Them. It's always I yeah. killed
2: them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well,
0: folks, uh, you may tell on the audio and you certainly will in the video that I'm in a different place because uh, I just moved locations. Uh, so you know I've got an old Apple TV, got an original Roku. Uh, behind me so but, it's, it's kind of fun for, to be in the, for, new for set. the
1: audio listeners behind Tom is a whole bunch of keyboards and I would love to believe that Tom has given up his love of books and instead has taken up a love of keyboards and from time to time he takes them off the shelf and caresses uh, their quirky do you, do you, and or Dvorak designs real and then quickly, puts them back real
0: quickly first computer I ever owned TI-99-4A sure. second computer I ever owned Commodore 64
1: Commodore 64 yeah
0: uh this is uh the dell laptop i used at tech tv uh this is the ibm thinkpad i used at cnet this is the mac that i launched dtns on there's uh, something and the story goes on
1: there's something to well, this that, that that feels so delightfully uh, uh 2007 uh, tech tv era aesthetic i love it
2: mm-hmm. i like the kindle too uh I that's what i asked about because i mean i must be not the only one who's wondering that dude looking over your shoulder it's that's our friend Ernest Hemingway, right? On your Kindle. Mm, I
0: think so. Heming was <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> uh, well, hey, folks. Enough about my things behind me. Let's get to our primary target. Nailed it. Nailed Thanks. it, Tom. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, and you know it's good when someone tells you that you nailed it. That's <laughs> the
1: way, that's, the <laughs> way that's you always know. a good way to co- uh, co- uh, convey that you nailed something. Is yeah.
0: yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, Wall Street Journal reported Saturday that Apple wants its TV shows to be free of gratuitous sex, profanity, or violence, which is reportedly delaying a lot of the projects. Apple staff in Los Angeles supposedly are calling the project expensive NBC. Uh, For example, Tim Cook canceled the series Vital Signs after it was shot. Uh, It's a series about the life of Dr. Dre. Uh, He thought it was too violent, he being Tim Cook, not Dr. Dre. (laughs) Cook, uh, (laughs) Cook objected to a mansion orgy, a cocaine use, drawn guns. Uh, supposedly, they asked M. Night Shyamalan to remove crucifixes from his series uh, because they want to avoid religion as well as politics. Spielberg's Amazing Stories has a new showrunner because it's too dark. Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston, America's Sweethearts, did not escape. Their morning show comedy was not a beat enough, according to the Wall Street Journal sources. And of course, all of this is delaying things. Uh, It was supposed to finally arrive so Brian could judge it by the end of this year. And now you won't be able to do that until March at the earliest. So if I might restate what you just told us, it sounds
1: as though Apple any minute now is going to have literally anything on Apple TV for us to
0: rally around and get excited Uh, about could be march brian any any month from now any Mm. uh if that month is march or later then yes
1: okay uh uh, (laughs) megan um stop me if you've heard this before but it seems like once or twice we've heard the story that uh, we're just around the corner from apple tv blowing our minds with amazing uh content
2: uh, yeah, we have heard that before we've heard that they were going to have some sort of great, uh, you know, Apple TV thing. And then it's just like the Apple TV app. That's just, it's a little bit better. I do use it now, but it, you know, they do seem to do be the football, you know, pulling away the football for us, but this They're is the just Lucy weird. to
0: our collective Charlie Brown. Is that what you're saying? Yes,
2: exactly. They are the, the Lucy to our collective Charlie Brown pulling the football, well- um, but, yeah, and I don't I don't get this. Like do people complain about Netflix because they have adult programming ish on it? I mean, I don't know. Like they have both well, and I like it.
0: Now, th- but Disney there, Disney there is. is doing a family-friendly streaming service. So the the norm is Netflix, HBO Now, AMC FX. Maybe it's smart for Apple to push itself over into a more family-friendly space. Specifically, I,
1: I do think there is something to the move of if, in general, uh, people are moving in a, a one direction, you know, Zig where everybody else is zagging, right? And if, if this is the case, if Apple truly wants to take on Netflix and Netflix has a reputation as being a risk taker, uh, HBO has a reputation as being a risk taker, uh, then they're like, okay, well, we'll show them. We're gonna be non-risk takers. Um, <laughs> Maybe maybe there's something to at least that idea in the boardroom. But there's an
0: appetite. There is an appetite. There's a real appetite for that kind of of advertised restriction. Like uh, I want to see whatever the ABC family is called these days, because so, I know when I watch it, you know, it's going to be safe. I'm not going to have to cover my kids ears or regret that I showed something.
1: So and and I think you're on to something here because, yes, there are can be a market for it but is there a market for it in a premium pay uh, uh, paid environment for it or 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 is that inherently relegated to uh, what we uh, called waterfall television you know just on in the background
2: well, what you're saying, Tom, is right. Like, they, uh, there's a market for uh, somebody else parenting my children for me. So, like, I don't have to – I can just say, oh, well, I know if I go to Apple, I know if my kids go to Apple, they're not going to see any sex, they're not going to see any drugs, they're not going to see any violence. I don't have to think about it. I can go upstairs in my bedroom and watch Game of Thrones by myself, and, you know, they can watch Apple content. But I hate that like I hate that I really do because I think that's now, what they've done with do the movie theaters like the movie theaters are all big superhero movies family friendly because that's the only thing we'll pay for and I agree like as a family of 5 like if I'm going to you know go to the movies we will usually do it all 5 of us and I have 15 and 13 year olds so we'll see pretty much everything like at this point but when they were younger sure like I appreciated this stuff but when I'm home I want to watch uh sharp objects I want to watch um, Westworlds, and if they're not going to provide that for me, like I don't know that I would pay for that.
0: But this is no different than NBC. I think that's why they call it expensive NBC. Like you have a choice; you can watch HBO, you can watch Netflix. It's not like there's a lack of that kind of content out there.
2: But you, but I don't pay for NBC, and um, this ad, uh, 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 what she's <laughs> saying, Tom, Tom, what she's you saying, pay for the that's di- what I'm saying.
1: But people
0: pay for Disney Channel.
2: Well, and, and and
1: so that plays into the heart of my question is, is, yes, there is a space for family friendly, super bland waterfall television content or whatever. Maybe there's even a place for expensive NBC. But what is it that justifies the expensive part of it? Uh, what well, is
2: well,
0: we're all assuming I mean, expensive NBC, I assume, refers to the fact that it is expensive to produce It may not cost you any more to watch. It may be if you've got an iOS device, got a tvOS device, you can watch it for free, In which case that objection of I have to pay for it would be gone.
2: Well, I think that there's some real garbage kids TV out there, like total garbage. Like it doesn't. I'm not talking about garbage like it does violence or, but it's just garbage. It's not creative. It's not funny. But like kids will watch it because they're kids. Especially like I know my kids did because they didn't get a lot. So it's like if they found their way into whatever like bad animation, they would watch it. Um, so I think I guess that there's a um, you know a place for like Pixar style uh, animation versus. But this something. isn't. I'm not. Oh. I,
0: I'm having a hard time, I guess, making my point. It's not about kids TV. It's about family friendly TV. And some people really want that. Some people want, and it's not even waterfall TV. Like I want to sit down and pick a thing to watch and have a selection that I know is safe. I, what's funny is I, I continue to defend this line of questioning, uh, But I actually think Apple's making a huge mistake here, and I don't think that's why they're doing it. Like, I think there is a reason to do that. I think that's fair for a channel to say, oh, we're going to pick that and serve that part of the audience. Uh, I think Apple's only doing it because they're afraid of it impacting their brand, not because they're mm -hmm. making a conscious decision to serve an audience who wants – that kind of content
1: so uh two things number one from the chat somebody points out uh oh yes there's some mindless trash uh, out there for kids uh, specifically like we know the whole phenomenon of like basically unboxing videos for kids where it's just like toys like uh here's colorful things moving or or what have you um separately i feel like There was a fantastic article in Wired about the failure of Duke Nukem Forever. And ultimately, the article laid the blame on the fact that uh, that the company making Duke Nukem Forever had more money than most companies. And as a result, kept stopping itself from making compromises uh, in getting product pushed out the door. And a side effect of that was that it just stayed in this continuous bloat cycle and by the time they had uh, something that was almost good, uh, the, the, the the game engine was already out of date and we were like, well, we can't possibly release it now. It's taken too long. I feel like we're seeing some version of that from mm-hmm. the uh, the world's richest company, right?
0: Without the risk of the of the game engine running out, I suppose, I I, I guess if they delayed too long, you know, 8K would come along and then they'd have low res. But they they can afford a little more delay here. The version
1: I'm thinking of is um, they have a brand and they they know they only get to push the hello. We're finally here. It's me. Apple TV. uh, That thing you've been hearing about for 12 years. Uh, they only get to push that button once, and I think there's some amount of, like, ooh, we almost screwed it up when we did uh, Planet of the Apps, and we almost screwed it up when we did uh, whatever this other thing
2: Carpool is. Carpool Karaoke. Yes, yes,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that was too tepid of a of a acquisition for for that. I I I mean maybe maybe I'm talking on my butt on this one, but it it seems like they're a little bit uh, hemmed in. On on what they can go for. And now they're at a point where they need a home run. And it feels like all of the content decisions we've heard so far have been largely fear. Dictated.
2: I guess from a broader perspective, um, one of the things I like least about Apple is their arbitrary decisions that they make in the App Store when it comes to content. Like they're very arbitrary. Um, we're not gonna, you know, include guns here, but we will there, yeah. and we're not gonna include any anything that mentions marijuana. And it just feels like it's it's someone's making these decisions. We don't really know who, and that's what it feels like would be they would be in this situation to have the streaming TV service be the same way. Like wh- wh- these random choices as to what they've decided are appropriate and not appropriate. Like we don't really have choice in the app store. If you have an iPhone, you've got to deal with the app store, but I have choice in streaming TV. And if they're going to be making these same arbitrary decisions, I'm going to choose probably not to pay for that service.
0: Yeah. And I, it, it, again, maybe that's right. Maybe that's fine. Maybe what they're trying to do is is create a a safe, free haven I mean, they're they're doing shows like the M Night Shyamalan. Yes, they said take the, the crosses down from the wall. We we don't want to be avowedly religious and court that controversy, but it's about the dealing with the death of a child. So, you know, it's not like they're not doing they're they're doing all like bland programming. They're just not wanting to go HBO. They're not wanting to go even FX, it sounds like. So I don't know. I I think they're I think they're doing something that is reasonable for the wrong reasons is where my head's at.
1: Yeah. And also, it's not clear to me what niche they're looking to occupy, like 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 w- what is the space that yeah. they're aiming for? And it's that's not the clear biggest to me problem at, because at all.
0: I think I think the, the evidence here that something is wrong is not that they're saying, uh, you know, we they, we we don't want to show uh, drawing guns. It's that someone produced an entire series for them. And then after they handed in, oh, you know, we didn't think about drawing guns. No, no, no drawing guns. You know, we, we know it when we see it. That doesn't seem to be, Brian, to your point, a guideline at this, is what we're trying to be. That seems like the it turns out that there is
1: strength in compromise, there's strength in a deadline and there's strength in getting product out the door. And they failed to get product out the door and they failed failed to fall in line behind it because, you know what, it's now finally Thursday and we got to do something. So let's be those guys who are standing behind this. Um, yeah.
2: Well, it also feels like that's not the model for Amazon or Netflix. Like what we hear from Amazon and Netflix is like, oh, well, I'm going to give you all this money. We want you to be creative and do your own thing. And we're not going to be involved. We're not going to check ratings necessarily and all that. So unless you're like Kevin Spacey, just go at it and do whatever you want. And that seems like they're doing the exact opposite, which feels weird to me. But I don't know if it feels weird to the general person who wants their family to enjoy family friendly television. Yeah.
0: Well, folks, uh, we want you to do the exact opposite of what you've been doing if you're not supporting us on Patreon, right, Brian? I,
1: I, I have three more negatives. Give me uh, just one more take, but just as more circular. Hey, guy. folks,
0: we don't want you we to don't not w- change not- what the opposite of what you're doing to do something different if you've not been supporting us on Patreon. Nailed it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah man head on over to patreon.com slash killers you can help keep this show loud live and independent we love giving you the straight sauce uh, and guess what uh, when your whole platform is based on the idea of I don't know Killing cords, then uh, turns out Comcast is not your number one uh, 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 benefactor. So we like you to be our benefactor. So head on over to patreoncom slash killers. Get a, your yep. own RSS feed. Get uh, everything early. Get the after talk for patrons
0: only. Keeping us uh, real, real. Yeah, yeah, that's what the real say. live. And yeah. uh, if we hit two thousand dollars an episode, I will develop straight sauce. Oh, <laughs> Tom, straight sauce. No, no more
3: of that Tom's other
0: sauce. <laughs> homemade straight sauce coming your way. Just back us at patreon.com slash cord killers.
3: Also, uh, movie draft is tonight. You'll see that in your feed uh, not long after this episode goes up. Uh, uh, check that link, uh, that episode for the link to play
1: along with the movie draft, which is coming up tonight as uh, in the chat room another jay martin says do not 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 <laughs> support us <laughs> i
0: think that works i think so right, let's talk I about how good. to watch Ooh, you know, some weeks we, we we don't have a lot of uh, of device news, but this week we have a we're blessed with it. Roku announced the Premiere and Premiere Plus. The difference is the Plus costs you more. That's I guess what the Plus <laughs> stands for. Otherwise, they're exactly the same device. They offer 4K HDR streaming. Uh, if you buy it at Walmart, it's the Premiere and it costs forty bucks. If you buy it not at Walmart, it's the Premiere Plus and cost you 50 bucks. But either way, it's actually really cheap. You lose an Ethernet port, but you get 4K HDR streaming. You got 802.11 and Wi-Fi. Both are available pre-order right now, shipping in October. Roku also announced it'll begin supporting Google Assistant in the next few weeks. Meaning, uh, in addition to Roku's own voice control, you'd be able to control your Roku from your Android phone or Google Home device. Uh, and Roku said it's going to start bundling in on higher quality JBL headphones. Uh, if you buy the Roku Ultra, they're not going to raise the price or anything. They're just giving you nicer headphones. Are these quite literally the exact same
1: device, just at two different price points with different names?
0: I have not been able to see a significant difference between them
1: um okay the ability to accept
3: voice commands differentiates the premiere plus from the premiere the premiere mm. plus comes with the v- roku's voice remote allowing users to press a button and say voice commands
0: so you can control the premiere with google assistant you just don't get the voice remote finally yeah. okay there there's your there's your ten dollar difference right there
2: and the the premiere plus is the one that's a walmart exclu- exclusive exclusive Not the Premier.
1: Yeah, that's that's the. No, sorry. It sounds like the Premier Plus is what you get not at Walmart. It says
2: Walmart exclusive Roku Premier Plus.
1: Well, then in that case, that makes even less sense. That's like that's like having a a luxury diamond edition uh, available at a gas station. But meanwhile, (laughs) but meanwhile, the regular one is you go to the dealership. Uh, That's weird. Uh,
2: yeah. The uh, prim- the
1: plus is a Walmart exclusive. This is a brand that's associated with uh a uh, uh, unattended toddlers at three in the morning. But I don't- th- but think about it like this:
3: like the Roku people who go and buy Roku probably expect there to be a voice remote remote, and if they're going to Walmart to buy it, uh like you don't want people to accidentally get the cheap the cheaper version that doesn't have the remote that people expect.
1: From Roku, right? Yeah, I guess. But 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 of, like of, of all the places at, Wa- at Walmart, uh, that has to be some kind of like bulk buying. Like 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 we got a billion of them, so therefore, just give us the better name for it or whatever.
0: Once hmm. again, as I just rewrote after reading the Ars Technica story instead of the Verge story, the Premiere will be sold exclusively at Walmart <laughs> for fifty dollars and includes the voice remote. The Premiere will sell elsewhere for forty dollars without the remote.
1: Uh, easy. Right on.
0: Mm-hmm. It's certainly not confusing. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> well, well done, Roku. Uh, what I actually think the, the bigger deal here is not which one is which, but the fact that you have a sub-$60 4K device. Like that beats Amazon, certainly beats Apple, uh, even beats uh, uh, Chromecast. Uh, it's It's the cheapest 4K device you can get right now. Uh, in either case. Well, and, and I guess that's that's the really
1: good question is, is how much how much how precious and amazing does 4K feel these days? Like in a world where I full on might have access to the 4K version of a movie, I will uh, because uh, stop me. If you heard this before, Tom, uh, convenience trumps fidelity. Stop. I'm I will <laughs> I will full on not bothered to do the higher quality version. Um like, uh, I don't know. As technology gets better, the, uh, the, uh, this all seems like, uh, I don't know.
0: What It seems like what? No, you li- don't leave me hanging.
1: <laughs> so, uh, it feels to me like diminishing returns. We've seen this for year after year after year. There's a big difference between standard definition and high definition. There's a big difference between 720p and, and uh, 1080p. There's a marginal difference between 1080p and 4K. And a quick reminder, by the way, when you go to the movie theater, you're looking at 2K. You're not even looking at 4K. You know, it's uh, uh, it's 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 hard to get wound up and excited about that increased resolution. We had talked previously about the possibility that HDR, high, dini- uh, high dynamic range uh, television, would bring a unique and special experience. But even that, I'm not really feeling. Like, ultimately, it's a... St- stories that matter not the gizmo or and not the number of pixels in it
0: all right fine fine Megan do you have any last thoughts on Roku because I have something for Brian that maybe will get him more excited or maybe not I don't know
2: um no I'm fully bought in on my Apple TV I I I just want to know what I can do with my Roku my old Roku like there should be some sort of trade-in program but that's all that's that's yeah it's
0: um there's there's a great trade-in program called eBay oh (laughs) Uh, that's all I got for you. Sorry.
2: You say. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. That's all I know. Uh, Fire okay. TV Recast uh, was announced by Amazon along with 600,000 other products earlier last week. Uh, Recast connects to an antenna and records live TV that you can watch over your Fire TV, your Echo Show, or Echo Spot. In other words, mm-hmm. you can stream it to the Echoes that have screens. Or even on iOS and Android. Uh, the apps for the device help find the best location for the antenna so you get optimal pro- placement. And it's like a Tableau uh, or the, the old simple TV. Uh, it records your t- two or four shows, depending on which model you get, locally from the antenna on the device, and then streams over your Wi Fi network to your Fire TV or your phone or whatever so that you can watch them on your actual television. Uh, Top, uh, Prime video channels you subscribe to will show up in the guide next to your over the air channels. Uh so if you're if you're watching CBS, NBC, ABC, you could also see HBO stars, anything else you subscribe to in the guide uh to see what's on. Pre-orders are available right now. 229 bucks for two tuners and five hundred gigabytes. Four tuner terabyte version sells for two hundred and seventy-nine dollars, both shipping before the holidays. Uh,
1: Tom, you are 100 percent right in that I am more inclined to find this exciting because, as we've talked about before, I'm more in the Amazon ecosystem than the iTunes ecosystem. Uh, But 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 Bryce, if you're able to conjure up an image of an Amazon uh, of of an Amazon spot. Like, I am trying to wrap my mind around the possibility. Oh, you go right to that.
0: This is a throwaway feature where they're like, we don't want to build the API to exclude the spot because it has a screen, <laughs> right. so okay. Like,
1: who is going to gather around this a spot
0: a, and what? watch no, this but it's it's a like It's like you can't inch inch finish. Circular. You finish
2: your show and you want to get into bed and then it's like right by and you can just finish watching it while you're going to I mean, I guess, like,
1: like, we got a
2: spot and, and, and make no mistake, I
1: dig the Amazon ecosystem and I dig uh, my spot, but, but, but because i had bought logan i was like well let me see if oh my god it will play on this and i was just like this has to be the most garbage version of logan i've ever seen i mean
2: it's
0: uh i i don't know uh, that's a I, weird one i'm still waiting for them to stream it to my nest thermostat but okay
2: <laughs> i mean right it's
0: about or my apple times. watch yeah. I'm not
2: sure why I'm, Amazon doesn't right. stream it to my Apple
1: Watch. Put a giant yeah, Fresnel lens over it, like uh, like your WALL-E or like you're an in the movie game here, uh, Brazil. <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you watch stuff say, on your this... Echo Show? Because I don't even like that. I mean, I have an open plan, and so we have the giant TV in there. So, like, we also have the Echo Show in there. I can't imagine watching anything, mm-hmm. yeah. but I guess people you know, do.
0: Not all of us have, you know, ritzy kitchens, though, Megan. Some of us, no, the Echo true. Show may be the only screen in there.
2: <laughs> Sorry for all you people without Ritzy kitchens. <laughs> ritzy poor kitchens. Things. That's got to be the title.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, we don't we don't have a TV. I, I should put one in my kitchen. Uh we don't have that- a TV. So the idea that I could watch some stuff on the Echo show is appealing to me. But but you're right it's still a small screen right you know I'm not I'm not going to want to watch Logan on there but uh I don't know if there's baseball on the local TV station and I've got my Fire TV recast uh, streaming it I guess you know that might be cool
1: I'll tell you what man uh, now I want to lay down the challenge if there's a single human being hearing our voices right now who has used an echo uh, uh spot for uh, literally anything video related not as an experiment not as uh, you know just to see if it works or whatever but instead... To actually enjoy the content, tell us your story, cordkillers,
0: over at gmail.com. All right. And send us pictures of your ritzy kitchens. <laughs> uh, let's talk about what to watch in Under Surveillance.
2: Like you to it's all about location. location, location. Under,
0: Under Surveillance. surveillance. A lot of stuff coming. Many episodes in the Star Trek Discovery Universe begin streaming on CBS All Access starting October 4th with Runaway, a story about the character Tilly. A new mini-episode will arrive each month thereafter until all four of the mini-episodes have been released. Uh,
1: what do you think these look like? I, 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 are they directly tied into the Star Trek larger narrative? Yes, or, or- no,
0: they're, they're, they're characters. They're, they're considered to be like, single chapters from the star trek story so they're in universe in star trek discovery with characters from that series
1: so so basically we're looking like a mini anthology like a mini black Mm -hmm. mirror in this star wars or star trek universe
0: or in an earlier uh period we might have called them webisodes yeah but man uh that word does have
1: a a taint about it doesn't it yeah interesting do we
0: know how long Mm -hmm. these are are these full-length episodes uh, they're like 15, I think they're not, they're not full length episodes. A huh. uh, new doctor who season 11 trailer came out, uh, in advance of the arrival, October 7th. Um, I don't know if you guys are excited. I um, am super excited.
1: This trailer look, looks amazing. Everything about this looks amazing. It, it's, uh, I, I, I think for the third time in my life, I'm going to, I'm going to get, uh, you're going to give it up. a shot. Yeah. I'm, I'm back. am about you? Megan? Back into doctor who?
2: Uh, no, I watched maybe two seasons ago of Doctor Who, and um, I enjoyed it okay. It was certainly family friendly, um, but I, I didn't love it.
1: Maybe it should exist as an Apple Original. Yeah, is what you're yeah. saying.
2: <laughs> it's also intimidating, like when you start something like Doctor Who, and you're like, I couldn't, even if I live forever, like I could never watch every oh, yeah. episode.
0: No, you, it's not ever. for the completionist, for sure. No,
2: so yeah, I think that I felt too anxious starting it in my 40s. Gotcha.
0: Jodie Whittaker's so good in Broadchurch, though. I just can't wait to see her as the doctor. Uh, 10-episode season of The Haunting of Hill House premieres on Netflix October 12th. That's not family-friendly. Uh... (laughs)
1: Yeah, you're Good. certainly correct about that. Um, yeah, right on. I, I, horror is one of those weird genres where it's like you either you either dig that space or you don't. And I, it I, feels I like guess, it's
0: having a wave right now too. There's 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 a lot more horror coming out. I think. Well,
1: I, I, and I remember like roughly ten years ago, there was this wave of like, uh, oh no no no, don't you realize that horror is a place for secret social commentary? Mm-hmm. And maybe we're getting back to that with you know I don't know stuff like the Purge and all that stuff.
0: Daredevil season three premieres October 19th. New trailer shows Matt Murdock wanting to let the devil out. He's not going to live by a code anymore, apparently.
1: Well, okay, that's a weird thing for a a, a Catholic schoolboy to say.
0: But, but he uh, quoted Deuteronomy, which is Old Testament, but still.
1: Uh, uh, he justified it. Uh, uh, hashtag justified. All right, hashtag right on. Uh,
0: but Megan, are you still watching any of those Marvel series?
2: Nope. I'm not. They're
0: not family friendly enough.
2: No, no, they are. They, uh, (laughs) yeah, I just, no, no, none of the Marvel TV has never gotten me. I like the movies, not the TV. I think that means I'm not a real Marvel fan.
0: There's no shame in that. Not everybody. No, has. I'm
2: not. I'm not ashamed. Yeah, you should. I'm be. not ashamed of my ritzy kitchen or my. <laughs> you, should you should be
0: proud. I feel bad. I wasn't trying to kitchen shame
2: you. <laughs> you kitchen shamed me.
0: <laughs> uh New Ralph breaks the Internet trailer is out. Movie arrives November twenty-first. Shows Ralph and his friends going to the internet, and finding things, and actually looks really good. Uh
1: Yeah, I, I actually haven't seen this, but uh, I it's I, we're now close enough to this that I suddenly lose interest in anything that that I, I suspect that all of the trailers will have su- surprises that I'd rather enjoy in the theater than uh, on the small screen on my my echo spot. Gal Gadot is one of the voices, just so you know. Ooh.
0: Uh, and Carrie Fukunaga, the true detective creator will direct the next James Bond film. Uh, they even put a date out February 14th, 2020, uh, starring Daniel Craig, who at one point said that they'd have to light him on fire or something to make him play James Bond again, but I guess they paid him enough. So he's coming back for one last time. uh, And that might be the last time. Um,
1: man, oh man, February, 2020. That's a, that's a, that's a hot minute from now.
0: Yeah. It's a while. It's a while from now. Uh, you know, uh, let's move on to some things that don't have dates. Hulu has decided to bring back Veronica Mars for an eight-episode season next year. Creator Rob Thomas will write the first episode and produce the whole series. How
1: how different is the character? Because uh, I only watched like half an episode of Veronica Mars once.
0: Well, uh, we used to be friends a long time ago. I don't know how she, what she's like anymore.
1: I I I, I, <laughs> I like I want to believe that it's kind of like the uh, uh, uh the good pro uh, <laughs> the good place. Like like I want to believe like she just suddenly starts solving crimes while while. <laughs> in the afterlife uh, i mean
0: there was the veronica mars movie it was watched while i was in the room i don't remember anything about it <laughs> okay so, jordan,
1: somebody describe for us what veronica mars looked like at at gmail.com
0: jordan peele will host the reboot of the twilight zone uh he's been producing it for cbs all access but now he's gonna be the rod serling uh it's set to arrive in 2019 that sounds awesome
2: yeah, I'm excited about this too. I looked through the list and I have to say this is the only thing I'm really excited about. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I'm just, sorry. I mean, really excited. I love Jordan Peele and I loved The Twilight Zone. That was like yeah. a big. And Alfred Hitchcock presents. That is uh, <laughs> for
0: Jordan Peele to take a stab at this. That's awesome.
2: You take know, a stab.
1: He's he's also such a perfect pick. Uh, uh you know, I I, I, I yeah, Anyway, yeah, he's great. It'll be great. I'm excited.
0: Disney's bringing a limited-run animated series to its new streaming service with Tom Hiddleston voicing Loki, and are considering a series around Scarlet Witch as well, voiced by Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, I'm I'm down for all of that. I'm I'm curious. I like the idea of getting voices that are the actual people from the movies versus what you usually have seen up till now with animated. Is oh, it's somebody that kind of sounds like them. So
1: yeah i i i don't know how important those names are though uh i don't know the yeah. um uh, like like, uh, uh, like I don't mind it if if I see my kids watching you know i don't know say a lesser direct uh, directive video on demand version of cars and and you realize like oh that's not owen wilson uh like i don't know D- does that matter a lot to 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 you megan
2: I don't know. I, I guess I remember, um, what's the movie that, uh, that? oh gosh, um, now I'm blanking. Uh, Tina Fey was in the animated movie that, um, the Japanese director that, uh, he doesn't um, do any movies. Miyazaki? Any- or- yes, yes,
1: yes. Got it. Uh,
2: was it, which one was Tina Fey in?
1: Uh, the the hunt the for the Tina Fey, the movie by Miyazaki.
2: Yeah, the one with the pigs and the pigs with, with the, the parents. pigs
1: featuring the pigs. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> That's that. That's exactly right.
2: <laughs> it's like when you used to work in a bookstore and someone comes and it, it's like you know the book that is like blue and
0: it's red, um, but it's also blue and it's got a character who solves the yeah. thing.
2: Okay, yeah. uh, Ponyo. So Ponyo, I, my, Ponyo, Ponyo. Bearded Ponyo bearded there away. it is. Thank you, not in the chat room. Steered <laughs> it away. And I remember realizing Tina Fey was in it, and I and obviously like that's not the greatest thing about Miyazaki, but um, I think it matters when you're in the room when it's being watched. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Netflix has approved a live-action adaptation of Avatar: The Last Airbender with the showrunners from the animated version running the live version. Uh, oh, Michael D. Martino oh, and Brian Konietzko.
1: Oh, 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 Tom. Up. Brian
0: is standing on I, his I, chair. I, I, I
1: can't hear you over this dance music playing in my head right now. I'm so hey, excited hey, Brian, about Brian,
0: this. Brian, you've got till 2020, so you know, spread out the excitement. I'm, I'm going to dance for a really long time. I'm really <laughs> excited about this. Uh, no,
1: this is one of those um, – <laughs> Uh, uh, Man, oh, man. Uh, uh, For anyone who's watched anything I've ever been on ever, then you're probably uh, aware that I'm a pretty big fan of Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, The idea of the actual showrunners who have already demonstrated that they have a relationship at at Netflix and tend to be good stewards of that content and know how to tell stories. Also, I'm going to guess are familiar with the source material. Uh, Could not be happier about all of this.
0: Space Jam is getting a sequel. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I did I undercut your enthusiasm, Brian? I'm sorry. Oh, no. Sorry. Go ahead. Keep it going. I'm just gonna, I'll be down Jam here. Space Jam is getting a sequel starring <laughs> LeBron James. And Ryan Coogler has been named as producer. The director of Black Panther will be a producer on the new Space Jam. It's directed by Terrence Nance. Uh, he's the guy who recently did Random Acts of Flyness for HBO. Good for them. Good. <laughs> I never
2: saw the original Space Jam. And we I feel like see my it, life Megan. is.
0: Megan, I haven't seen it either. Okay, what? what? Yeah, we Hold should. On. I'm, Brian. I, 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 I'm
1: sorry. I'm, I'm going to be the trifecta. It's a perfect trifecta. I never saw a Space Jam. What is like, fl- going on? I'm familiar with all the memes. Oh, me too. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, but sorry, you know, you know, you know, when I say that I've never seen Star Wars, uh, this is this is me to all three of you what? right I, now. Never <laughs> seen Star Wars? Uh, not well, the original, not, not, not the
1: first really. trilogy. No, I, 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 legit point. Legit point. Okay. We're we're bad yeah, people. Yeah, In yeah, fact, yeah. Uh, maybe we could do like as a special bonus thing for the patrons, we could sit down and just uh, open up a Skype call, and we'll just watch and live commentary face <laughs> I, I would. <laughs>
2: love to be
0: part of that that, oh, that would be good. great if you'd join us that'd be awesome
2: yeah, i would love to do that and maybe yeah i'll watch it um on my big fancy tv in my kitchen <laughs> in your ritzy kitchen. kitchen yeah I'm just, or i think have ideas have to watch for, it for it on my redesign spot
0: yes. <laughs> yes you gotta
1: have it on the spot I, I if the if the chat is to be judged uh, that is that is warmly received right. okay good good
2: i'm in
0: uh Real quickly, uh, Marvel uh, hired a director for the Eternals adaptation. They're going to make a a movie based on the, the Eternals. Uh, it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the director is a uh, Chinese director, Chloe is, Zhao.
1: Is the Eternals uh, – are are, are, are those, those the ones that live like up on the moon and there's the dude whose voice is like a, a, a thunderclap? And uh, I think
0: I only read the reboot Eternals that Neil Gaiman wrote. I don't know if I read the actual Jack Kirby. Yeah. Uh, I, I, here's the good
1: news is we're now at a place where there's so much good – Will don't even know. Uh, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, for the Marvel Everything Universe where it's like, uh, uh, oh, thing I've never heard of uh, w- work for Guardians. Uh, can't wait to see this. It'll be great.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's get our eyes on what we've been watching recently. Uh, one or two things from you, Megan. What 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 are some things that have caught your
2: eye within the past uh, little while? Well, just recently, I've been catching up on The Good Place because I had to get through all of it. I did my homework because I, I said I needed to discuss it with you guys, but I had only really seen the first season. So, But oh. now I have seen all every episode that is available to watch, um, and I like it. I'm looking forward to discussing it. And Sharp Objects, uh, I also finished that recently and enjoyed it immensely.
1: Uh, Tom, it was The Inhumans. That's who I was thinking of, not The Inhumans. Got attorney. it. So okay. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the Inhumans are on the moon. Uh, the Eternals, I assume, are like five planets over. On... They're
0: long-lived Earth dwellers, I think.
1: <laughs> it sounds right to me. Uh, I believe it.
0: I don't know. Uh, Brian, what uh, did you get anything in your eyeballs no, recently I, I, that you want to talk I, about? I,
1: I, I made a nibble on season two of Ozark. I got a lot of watching and catching up to do. and Of course, we'll talk about Better Call Saul.
0: Uh, I got a preview of uh, the house with a clock in its walls, and I found it good. It Ooh. was, it was good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Had some some great moments, um, but it was mostly good.
1: Well, uh, uh, it it looked a little um, Apple TV ish, uh, not- which is to say <laughs> very family, family not friendly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very family friendly. Also, kind of predictable. You know, not bad. I love Jack Black and I love Kate Blanchett. Uh, like I, I think that's why I, I had a good time because they're great. Uh, they're two of my favorites. Um, but there was nothing in it that made me go, oh wow, I didn't see that coming. You know, that was unexpected. It was all, all not on rails per se, perhaps, but but the kind of thing where you, so if you've not, seen this kind of movie before, you can kind of guess where they're going.
1: Go. Not, uh, not on rails, but perhaps a bit. Uh... Numbers were painted.
0: Mm, hmm. Yeah, possibly. Also, uh, watched, uh, because we were so exhausted from moving, uh, Eileen found Spectre, I think on Amazon Prime. Like one of those things where like it flashed in front of her and she's like, fine, great. We haven't seen it. It's so much better to watch a movie like that without expectations. Had a blast watching watching a James Bond movie that was, you know, some people are like, oh, it's just not as good. I didn't care. Uh, I had a great time watching that. And then Eileen's been watching uh, Meteor Garden, which is fascinating. It's a Chinese teen romance that's available on Netflix internationally. It's on Hunan TV in China. It is a reboot of Meteor Garden, the Taiwanese series uh, from the 90s that was spun out into Japanese and Korean versions and it's all about like kids in college in the Chinese versions in high school in the Japanese and Korean versions. But the one that's on Netflix now, they're in college. And it's just typical teen romance. I stuff, would but-
1: love to believe that this is like a high school drama between two gardens and one of them uh, has more meat
0: now than the other. No, it's, it's <laughs> about... <laughs> Four four boys that that are like super Thank you. Thank you, Megan. exciting special you know talented boys and and this, they're called the flowers they're right. in the the group four F because they're
2: but there's no validated for no, the draft no, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no man, which one is meteor though they're all flowers they're, oh, I don't know it. where the meteor okay. yeah.
0: she's the meteor I guess the girl there's character meteor Oh, my um, goodness.
2: I have an important question to ask about yeah. the TV that Eileen watches. Um, is she allowed to discuss that with you? Like if she wants to like work something out and she knows you're not going to see it, like do you let her spoil it for you?
0: Spoil it for me as in tell me about it?
2: Yeah, like I mean you have your own TV. Probably she has her own TV. Like, you know, if she wants mm. to talk about it, um, can sh- do you guys talk about TV that you don't watch and let her spoil it sometimes,
0: all for you? Sometimes. Usually it's because – She's watching it in front of me. So with Meteor Garden is a good example. Uh, I sat down. I'm like, what are you watching? She's like, oh, it's Meteor Garden. Let me tell you what's been happening. Mm-hmm. If it's something that I really want to watch or she really wants to watch, we're usually pretty good about waiting to watch it with the other person mm-hmm. so we don't get spoiled.
2: Yeah. That answers my question. Right. It answers all my questions.
0: <laughs> it does. not wow. <laughs> I feel like the answer was inadequate to that purpose. But.
2: No, I just – no, because I sort of – like there's shows – that Marco never watches my husband and um, oh, yeah. like shameless, but like sometimes I need to talk about him and then yeah, yeah. Um, I spoil it, but I kind of want him to watch it, but I know he never is going to. No. So. Yeah.
0: If, if it's one where I'm like, Oh yeah, no, I'm not, probably not going to watch it or I'm certainly not going to have time to catch up. Go ahead. And I'll say, yeah, go for it. Tell me what's mm-hmm. going on. And every once in a while uh, I'll end up getting into it and start watching it too. That that's happened a couple of times.
1: Uh, all right, Bryce, what are you on the lookout for? I, I swear
3: that I picked this letter before this episode started, but Uh we have some... Is it mostly, Meteor Garden? We have some mostly family-friendly picks today. The Whoa! Hi, gang. Whoa. My, More drugs. My family, four years old, 10-year-old, a 13-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a mom and dad all watched The Dragon Prince season one on Netflix this past week. This just came out. Uh, everybody in our family enjoyed watching it, and we ended up binging the whole season in two sittings. While the animation was a bit choppy at times, the overall story was pretty good, and I would recommend it to anyone looking for a family-friendly show. We also watched Next Gen on Netflix, which was we also uh, all enjoyed. There was an instance of a character being murdered slash vaporized by the antagonist, uh, and also the main robot understands what the family's dog uh, is saying slash thinking. Mm. Um, and when they let you hear what the dog is saying, he uses profanity, which they bleep out, but they, he mm-hmm. uses a lot of it. So if parents are sensitive to that, keep that in mind. Keep up the great work. Uh, Sir Zeman. Hey, thank you, Sir Zeman. Both The Dragon Prince
1: and Next Gen are Netflix originals, and they are streaming now. The Dragon Prince, my 14-year-old daughter is super into, and she told me that it was, uh, hopefully this is correct because I'm citing my 14-year-old daughter, uh, <laughs> but, but, but uh, I, I, she said it was from the team that did Avatar. The Last Airbender. I so both. I oh. believe
0: it's from part of that creative team. Yeah,
1: right on. Yeah.
0: If you got something we should be on the lookout for, email us cordkillers at gmail.com. Uh, folks, we do a lot of stuff to help keep us going uh, besides doing cord killers and, and relying on your generous support. Uh, one of the things I do is write books, and I've got one called Gallium, which is about a, a woman who's stuck in a job. Uh, that she loves, but there's a threat to that job, uh, both from inside and out. And she discovers an incredible historical find only to have it suppressed. Will she survive? Will she keep her job? You can only find out by reading Gallium at tomsnewbook.com. Oh,
1: God, doggone it. I was about to say, look, I only buy books from really complicated, long URLs. And now you're telling me that all I have to do is go to tomsnewbook.com and it'll yeah. suddenly take me directly to
0: your latest book? Thanks to this man, Justin Robert Young, who created that URL, that's correct. <laughs> uh, shall I'm going to we...
2: get Tom's new book.pizza. I'm going to go get it uh, right Oh, now.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh dot .org. Dot, that's great. Uh, uh, Nothing uh, is better with pizza uh, than Ninja. a copy of Gallium. <laughs> <laughs> shall we move on to the front lines? <laughs> yes, we should. Front lines! Walt Disney CEO Bob Iger told The Hollywood Reporter that it's his fault that we were getting one Star Wars movie a year, and he thinks it was a mistake. He said they are making decisions about what comes next after episode nine right now and will be more careful about volume and timing.
1: Okay, uh, fun, fun question. Let's play a fun game called mm. is the disappointment that that's too much or not enough?
0: Like is it? Oh, that it was too, too much. They're like, yeah, that was wrong. He very clearly is like we we, we put too much pressure on putting stuff out too fast.
1: Got it. Got it. Uh meanwhile, Amazon's Echo Show will uh, start showing Hulu Live TV, the first live streaming service to work with the voice activated display starting next month. Hulu Live announced it has more than 1 million subscribers now. Hulu has also announced a redesigned web version last week.
0: It also comes
1: to the spot in case you were wondering. I thank goodness. That's that's exactly what uh that's what everybody's asking about.
0: Logitech introduced the K600 keyboard marketed at smart TV users. I they've had a keyboard like this. I can't remember the exact model number, it was a K model. This one's a little nicer looking, a little easier to use, and it's a Bluetooth keyboard with a built-in trackpad for 70 bucks. I have the old version I used with my TV and it works great.
1: 20 years I've been we've been we've been chasing this uh this this dream. Like do you think it's substantially better than than the, the straight up you know, uh, 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 the one I radio have frequency
0: ones, uh, has a square trackpad, but otherwise it looks exactly the same. The keyboard may be a little bit uh, easier to use while holding it in, in your hands instead of your lap. Yeah, uh, uh, that that seems to be the big difference. But the one I have works great. I love it.
1: ESPN Plus, the service that offers streaming games not available on ESPN's cable networks for five dollars a month, has reached one million subscribers. Mm -hmm. Last August, ESPN moved subscribers to its analysis service. Uh, ESPN Insider to ESPN Plus. The company has not revealed how many subscribers that was. They've been juicing the numbers.
0: uh, What's that? Yeah. you,
1: You think they're juking the stats?
0: I mean, it's not really juking the stats if they legitimately move people subscribing to this one thing into this other thing. They're legitimately subscribers, but it's a way to make your numbers rise really fast.
1: It's to convert people who are already subscribed to something else to something else. Yeah.
0: Uh, HBO received the most Emmy Awards and nominations for 16 years in a row. And then this year, Netflix received more nominations and tied HBO with 23 awards each. However, the biggest single show winner was Amazon's Marvelous Mrs. Maisel with five awards. Amazon got eight total and Hulu took home four for Handmaid's Tale.
1: Uh, update on the Netflix Telltale partnership from a couple of weeks back. Telltale Games closed and uh, it lose, it closed a majority of their studio. The Telltale version of Stranger Things game has been canceled. Netflix says they still intend to move forward with the Stranger Things game. What that looks like, we don't know. Telltale's remaining crew are working on the Netflix version of Minecraft Story Mode. Which, uh, which, which my 10-year-old daughter loves.
0: Hmm. All right. Let's get to the dispatches from the front. Our boss, which is all of you, so all of you must have written this, wrote, <laughs> Hello, Tom and Brian. Last year I wrote in and told you about how I finally got a house, Plex Pass, and Plex Cloud. As a customer, I feel a bit betrayed or slighted by Plex getting rid of Plex Cloud. I signed up for a year of Plex Pass with the intent of possibly going lifetime because of the Plex Cloud service. Plex Cloud will end before my year is up. Staying with Plex Pass is a personal bridge I will have to cross when it comes time to renew. Now my question to you or other cord killers, what is the best option for hosting? a Plex server. I do not want to run it on one of my computers. I would prefer that it be on a wireless NAS or even going with the Nighthawk x router which has the Plex server built in. Are there any other routers with Plex built in? Uh, thank you, boss, for this question. Uh, we're going to throw it out to the Plex users in the audience. You guys know the hardware. You know what's best. There's a lot of options. He's, he's uh, you know, uh, giving you some of them. What is your favorite way to run a Plex server in your house that isn't a computer? Because that would have been my thing is like, I eh, just put it on your computer. That's what I've done. Uh, and so, so we want to hear what you have to say. Cordkillers at gmail.com.
1: Uh, We got another question saying with the popularity of game streaming and cord cutting, why is there no Apple TV version of the Twitch app? And it looks like uh, Bryce, you had a a suggestion on this. I
3: actually because I was running into this a few weeks ago or a few months ago, and there is not an official Twitch version of Twitch app on the Apple TV, but there is a really good free app called Twitchy. Um, that is, it, I believe you can sign in with your Twitch account via, uh, you know, safe browser-based authentication, uh, and it will show you the streams that you follow that that are live. It'll show you the live, uh, VODs that are available from, uh, uh, channels that just went offline, the top streams at the moment, the top games. It's a really full-featured app, and and they're starting to add. You can see the chat on the side of the screen as you're watching, so you don't need to have a tablet or something in your hands. Um, and, uh, it, it's, it's really nice. I'm, I would really recommend Twitchy.
0: Why is there, is it just because it's Amazon and they're being weird with Apple? They, I mean, they have prime video app on Apple TV now. I think things that, be okay. that 30% tax. Yeah. I think the big subs want, thing is, is pretty significant it. because, you oh, still because it's an just, in-app purchase to yeah. be a sub. Yeah. No, that's totally it. You're right. Yeah.
1: Uh, Mm -hmm. Steve writes in saying, Dear Brian, I love my Shield TV. Thanks for the info on the remote control app. Uh, P.S., please let me know who the other user is. This is me. (laughs) I I, I snidely threw out there. Congratulations, both of you. (laughs) I don't see a lot of NVIDIA Shield users out there. And so. Uh, So
0: so here we throw it out to the audience again. If you are the other NVIDIA Shield user, please write in and say, Brian, I am the other. Another Nvidia Shield user to cordkillers at gmail.com. G- get
1: ready for a half hour long episode next week where we do nothing but read all of your, <laughs> your names and then pine for the days when Megan Moroni uh, joined us here on the show. Uh, uh, Megan, where, where can everybody follow more of your beautiful, beautiful adventures?
2: My beautiful adventures can be followed at uh, Twitter. In, In my Ritzy Kitchen. <laughs> um, I'm Megan Moroni on all the other places Megan Moroni on Twitter, Instagram meganmoroney.com. And yeah, that's, that's all the places where you can find me.
0: Right. Excellent. On. Our website is cordkillers.com. Our email address is cordkillers at gmail.com. We're live on twitch.tv slash night attack. Also carried on DiamondClub.tv. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We'll kill your cords again next week.
1: Hey guys, Brian and Tom here. And it's just the same old message at the end of the credits, just like always.
0: That's right, Brian. Nothing new here except your name showing up. Oh, my gosh. Because you I've got a just name. just supported us on Patreon. Yeah,
1: all those $5 donors. Look at that. That's your name in pixels. We're well, going to make you famous, kid. Put your There's name in pixels on the internet. There's some classic names
0: in there, but some of you are new. Some of you aren't there. It's sad. What can they do, Brian?
1: I mean, they could go to patreon.com slash killers and pledge $5 an episode and be one of these amazing people like this the one. Amazing. Oh, look at, look at that name right there.